Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action. I can guarantee you it's one area of the building I won't be using because we all know how little time I'm spending in any weight room. A lot of crazy scenarios that can happen and need to happen for the defending MAC tournament champions. Uh, the assist numbers spoke for themselves. Looking forward to the trip down to Akron. Uh, sure, Akron. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Usually on the Eastern Insider podcast, we don't like things that are red, Alex. We prefer green. But talk about the weather. It has been red hot, and we hope Eastern Michigan's baseball team can get back to as red hot as they close out the regular season this upcoming week against Kent State. Well, it'll be a good, fun finish to the end of the year, Greg. Of course, we get to close out at home, and we're just happy that we got through a whole season. You're right, by the way, about the red hot. I think our great corporate sponsor, DTE, they're going to be pretty happy with you and I because our air conditioning bills are going to skyrocket after this past week. But you said it, closing down the, the season's coming to an end here, track and field finishing up, baseball finishing up. And man, just looking at it, we finally are on this horizon I don't want to say normal, but maybe a new approach to normal in life and just really reflecting to think about, man, we got through a whole calendar year of athletics and there was road bumps along the way and some different challenges, twists and turns. But how awesome is it that we've spent a whole season back on this show, back with the student athletes and coaches that we love and that Eastern Michigan has gone out and despite the circumstances has continued to be successful on the court, off the field, on the field, wherever you want to say, it's just been a great year. Well, one of the things I'm looking most forward to is not having to do these interviews over Zoom with our guests and getting back face to face. And we got another fun episode in store for you this week. Last week, we met the first of the three new assistant basketball coaches. And this week, we'll have another opportunity to visit with the newest EMU employee. That's exactly right. We've talked about it. We've done a lot of coverage on Coach Stan Heath, and deservedly so. We did, of course, a feature episode with him. We did a full regular episode with him. And last week, you got to meet two new assistant coaches on his staff, Bob Simon and Drew Dinesco. Well, today, we'll round out that group with Sean Trice. The best thing about the staff is that everybody has truly different paths. Bob Simon has been around the block, but he's got the alumni connection to Coach Heath, worked with him at Wayne State. Drew Dinesco's young. He's been at Michigan State. He's learned from a Hall of Famer. And Sean Trice, talk about somebody that's had a basketball life through and through as a player then as a coach the experience that he has is fantastic so excited to get to meet him this weekend or this week on the show and uh, really start talking about what this team will look like yeah you'll you talk about it in coach Trice has a unique background in the fact that right out of uh, his graduation he did not get into the coaching world he instead decided to come back to Detroit and work for the YMCA for seven years before getting into the coaching profession so uh, he gets a homecoming coming of sort back to Southeast Michigan, and it'll be a fun thing to have for him. It's also the first of our signees today that they've cranked out. If you haven't been on emueagles.com, where have you been is the first question. But Kevin Davis Rice, the first of Eastern Michigan signees, there'll be others coming up this week. We'll tease you with that. So be tuned to emueagles.com all week. Uh, he starts signing people. The Before you know it, summer workouts will be here and basketball and the return of uh, Stan Heath to the convo will be back. 
back in November before we know it. It's it's hard to think about. We still have football season to get to ahead of that. And it's just so exciting to think about that. But Greg, I think everybody first needs kind of that summer relaxation. Uh, the student athletes are getting a chance to finally get some rest and get back into things. And I think we're going to do the same thing. So it's incredible to think about just how, uh, how many successes Eastern Michigan Athletics has had this year. And we'll look forward to an even better 2021-22 season. Yeah, we won't be having a podcast when Alex is on vacation in New Hampshire and Maine, but maybe he'll make a special appearance on his social media or at least him with his lobster bib on. Oh, listen, Chris Creighton thinks he knows about Maine lobster. I know about Maine lobster and I can't wait to get into some of that this summer, but don't act like you're going to be all cooped up in your house either. We know know that you'll be down in the Myrtle Beach area having some fun and we hope that all of you listeners will get a chance to get out and enjoy some summer sunshine, whether it's on the golf course or out with family, walking the dog, whatever it may be, a much needed time to reflect and relax. And then we need everybody excited because Greg, it's been well over a year since we've been able to pack the houses here at the Convocation Center, Rhinierson Stadium, whatever venue you may choose. So come the fall, it's not just us that have to get back to work. It's all of our listeners too that have to be ready to put the green and white on and get back to Ypsilanti for some incredible events coming up. But before we start thinking too far about the fall, we want to remind you there is activity that we still will close it out. The MU baseball team will host Kent State for the first of four this weekend. It will be senior weekend at O-Strike, and we hope you can venture out. If you can't, you can always follow along on emueagles.com. Alex and I will have full game coverage for you on Eagle All Access, where you can watch the games both on our website or on your Eastern Michigan Athletics mobile app. Uh, As Friday's weather, not looking the greatest, but the rest of the weekend looking pretty good as Eastern will try to bounce back after uh, a forgettable weekend in terms of the score up in Mount Pleasant against the Chippewas who right now have a two-game advantage over Ball State heading into the weekend and the Chippewas right now looking for back-to-back appearances in the postseason and and a really strong performance they had against our Very strong. They're a good team and uh, we're going to leave it at that, Greg, because we didn't like the sweep that happened this past weekend, but a great opportunity like you said for Eastern Michigan to come back and close it out right against Kent State who is another historic power in the MAC, but has been struggling a little bit this year compared to what they would normally expect of themselves. So a great chance for Eastern Michigan to get back on the right track and finish the season off right. But regardless, it's been quite the turnaround season for Eric Roof and company this year. So a lot to look forward to moving into next season. And then you have Sioux Parks and company. They will close out with East Regional Action down in Jacksonville, Florida. They're at North Florida on their campus trying to punch their ticket to the NCAA championships. That'll be starting on Wednesday. And a good amount of Eagles. 15 Eagles will be in competition this week, so we send our best to them as they try to punch their ticket to the finals. Absolutely. It's a common thread that we always expect Eastern Michigan track and field to be represented on the national stage and do well there, so make no mistake about it. Sioux Parks expects a lot of these student athletes this week to put up a good performance and perhaps get themselves into an NCAA championship and to contend on the national stage. So a lot of exciting things, and I know that our staff will be doing a good job all week long on emueagles.com and social media to bring you those updates from both sports. So make sure you stay tuned to us all week long uh, because it'll be a good fun end to the season and we'll always keep you with as much detail as possible all the way till the end. Loaded last couple weeks of the show before our summer hiatus. So after this quick timeout, you'll hear from Coach Trice and then uh, we will see you next weekend to get you set for a fun Memorial Day weekend. We'll still have a show. We hope you listen next Monday. 
on the Eastern Insider Podcast. Be sure to download the Eastern Michigan Game Day app, available in the App Store and Google Play. The EMU Athletics app features live video, real-time social streams, scoreboards, stats, and more. An entire app dedicated to Eastern Athletics. Download the EMU Athletics app today. We return for another week on the Eastern Insider, another week where we get to meet new additions to the staff, and it's been exciting. Last week, you met Bob Simon and Drew Donesco of the men's basketball staff, and now we'll round out this week with the newest assistant coach, Sean Trice. He comes from a long stint in college basketball, a heavy amount of time spent in the Philadelphia area, but now in Ypsilanti. So coach, first and foremost, welcome to Eastern Michigan, and we're glad to have you here. Thanks for inviting me here, guys, and I'm happy to be back home. Uh, I'm a Detroit-raised guy, and I always have my eye on getting back here, and I'm thankful that Stan gave me the opportunity to join the staff here. Yeah, that's been kind of the theme throughout that we've talked to the assistant coaches, especially, you know, Bob went to school here. Mm -hmm. You're a Detroit guy. Stan, of course, has both of those in his back pocket. What does it mean to you now at this point in your career to be able to come back to really a school that's so local for you in an area you know so well and almost get back to your roots in a way? Well, you know, you get a chance to see family a little bit more than, than I did in the last 16 years and uh, <laughs> get a chance to interact with coaches that I've known for a long time and, and see players that were in the seat I sat in, uh, I don't want to say how many years ago, but a long time ago, so in the high school ranks and just try to help as many people, local kids as I can, you know, who, who deserve an opportunity to be here at a school like Eastern. You've had a unique path. When you finished your playing days, you came back to Detroit and worked for the YMCA for many years. When you look at Detroit and the ability for as a hotbed for basketball that uh, so many people have come out of the city over the years, how great is it to be back right next to where you grew up and now have that ability to recruit back there and really impact youth still in the community? Well, you know, Detroit is a was a talent-rich area. I think it's depleted a little bit with the prep schools, the charter schools, a little spreading out of the kids. But uh, they're, they're diamonds in the rough there. So our job is to, to dig them out and, and get them here to Eastern and try to make this the best program as possible. I remember growing up, Eastern was a school that was loaded with Michigan kids that, that were a little bit lower than, than the Big Ten, but not quite. You know, they could have played in the Big Ten, but they came to Eastern, they came to Western, they came to Central, and did a really good job and made these programs formidable programs throughout the country. Well, now that you're here, I think it's safe to say we hope some more of those kids come to Eastern and not Central and Western. We're not rooting for them. We're rooting uh, 100% for you. And, you know, I, I definitely want to get into kind of your journey through basketball, but because we're on the topic you know, you being from the area and now getting a chance to work here at Eastern Michigan. I know you're still just a couple of weeks in, but what is it so far about this university and this program that you think you guys can kind of use in your back pocket to help get kids here and make them realize that this is a good place to be? Well, I think the foundation is the, the history and tradition of Eastern Michigan, and uh, they've had some great players, some some outstanding teams. And, and then also you got Stan, who's, you know, grown and raised here at Eastern and set it, started his career here as a basketball player at the college ranks. And, you know, I think that speaks a lot to the kids here. Uh, and he's had a, a great journey to get back here and a lot of experience and a lot of success and a lot of learning lessons over the years. And, 
And hopefully we can use all those tools to, to sort of get guys to say, okay, you can come to Eastern and, and have a successful basketball career and a successful life. This is the first time you two have worked together, meaning you and Coach Heath. But I, I know from talking to him, he said he fully respects the job that Temple was able to do when you were there and a big fan of you over the years. How do you, did you go about developing that relationship so far and, and fostering that to, to bring it in with Coach Heath? Well, I, I've, I've met Coach Heath on a never, number of occasions before taking his job, uh, just playing against them, seeing him on the road, having brief conversations with him. And, and uh, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people about who Stan Heath was, and, and no one that I talked to said anything bad. He's got an impeccable, incredible, uh, absolutely. I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Reputation. Yep. So, uh, you know, it's it's tough to find people like that in this business and it's been a pleasure working with him so far he lets you do your thing and and we're we're all on the same page we got a good staff here bob and and drew are great as well and also uh, drew our, our ops guy everybody's sort of getting together and and we're getting on the same page and i think that's going to be the key any every staff i've been on the, there's been great chemistry within the group and the head coach is is a great leader and the, the guy we follow him and we have a lot of success so that's the the hope here, and I, and I I from everybody I've talked to, stands very easy to work for and work with, and and so far uh, those words have been true. It's rare in college basketball today, especially when you look at coaches across the country, to have a coach that has been really in one spot for the vast majority and have spent over a decade in at one place. You really just don't see that as much, and so when that doesn't happen, I often ask those coaches what do you take from kind of each stop along the way? But kind of a, a flipped reverse question mm -hmm. for you is what are some of the benefits and what are some of the things that you've learned being able to stay at a program for so long and kind of see the ebbs and flows, the highs and the lows? And, and what has that done for you in your career as you've progressed? Well, you know, it just, I, I, I try to be a loyal person. So uh, not, I'm not looking to, to move places, although, you know, when opportunities present themselves like this one did, you know, I had to make a, a difficult decision. So it just, the, the building of a program takes time. It takes uh, stability. And I think that's the important piece. That's what I learned a lot is, you know, we, we started out at Temple and, and we were struggling. You know, the first year we had a rough year and then we gradually built it up and, and we got to the place where we thought we were, in a pretty good spot and then we change conference and now we got to rebuild at a, a higher level so it just teaches you how to go through those those good and those bad times and and sort of uh it, you grow your role changes typically well my mine changed in my uh stint at temple i went from one spot to doing another thing to another thing so help me to be more, more well-rounded in, in terms of uh when i get an opportunity like this to to have more insight and input and there, there's some value to to moving around and being having different experiences, but from my journey has obviously not been as uh, volatile as some other guys in terms of going from place to place. So I had a chance to sort of put my roots in in Philly and Temple and in that area, the Northeast, and I got a pretty good relationship with a lot of guys there. So hopefully that'll benefit us here at uh, Eastern Michigan. Last year you were at Colgate helping the Raiders go to the NCAA tournament. What was it like to to be in the bubble in, in Indy and, and be a part of, of all of the excitement down there? You know, anytime you get a chance to go to the NCAA tournament, man, it's, it's just an amazing experience. And uh, this was obviously much different than any other experience. But the bubble was, I mean, it was it was interesting because you had about 16 teams in the same uh, built hotels and, and you couldn't leave the hotel and. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> there, there was a time when you couldn't go out of your room. So that was just for like the first 24 hours. But uh, it was just great. The build up for that game, the the preparation and the NCAA did a tremendous job of just preparing, laying out the, the, the framework of how we're going to navigate that space during that time. And, you know, it, it was great. Uh, obviously, we wish we'd have stayed a little bit longer, but uh, getting a chance to get out there and compete at a high level playing against Arkansas and and just being in that atmosphere, you know, is something that you remember 20, 30 years down the line. So that's that's the goal for us here at Eastern to get back to that place. And, and hopefully there'll be no more bubble from this point forward. But, you know, just to have those experiences where we can uh, the kids can can say, OK, we we came together, we all sacrificed and we achieved these great things. We can talk all day long about the career that you've had in this game, but everybody starts their basketball journey somewhere, somehow. For you, when you think back, is there an age or an experience or a moment in your life where you really realized that that basketball was the path you wanted to go on and stay on as you've continued throughout your career? Uh, you, you know, I, I was a I'm coming from an era where we played sports in their season. So it wasn't year round basketball, year round anything else. So I played baseball. That was my first love. And then I, I started playing basketball and I had some great success early. That was the PAL League in Detroit, and uh, we won the 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 championship. We went to the national tournament. Unfortunately, it was in Pontiac. We wanted to go to like <laughs> you know somewhere else, but, Hawaii. But yeah, yeah, it was nice. But uh, so that was a great experience, and and I think that when you have uh, success early in something, you sort of gravitate towards it. So I think in in both the sports I, I focused on. I had success, and I said, okay, I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to stick with it. So I would say my journey started with PAL, the Northwest Lakers, uh, Coach Mack, uh, back when I was 11 years old. That was my first organized uh, experience with uh, basketball. And, you know, just it progressed, and it wasn't like I, I blew up. It was just uh, I got better gradually every single year and, and fell in love with basketball uh, a little bit more than baseball. And, and I had a chance to go to college and play basketball and I took advantage of it and and uh, the rest is history you think we can you, you think you can still throw the baseball around a little bit if we get you introduced to, to coach roof maybe we can see you out there throwing some bp one of these days i, I was never that good at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I was solid i was solid and uh i, I don't know that shoulder's long gone I, I never listened when they told me not to throw curveballs at 10 years old so oh. you know I, my dad wouldn't let me throw the curveball mm-hmm. my arm still hurts after yeah. all those years yeah. You were a two-time All-Ivy League selection mm-hmm. in college when you were at Penn. Uh, you look at, at what Coach Heath talks about. Uh, he wants to be a well-rounded individual, both on the court and in the community, in the classroom. Uh, having spent a time at the Ivy League at a, a high-value institution of, of public learning, what what is it that you're able to help tell kids today when it comes to that academic setting and, and really help them move themselves along in the classroom? Well, I think we all know as adults how important education is. So that's our message is, you know, you come here, you use the opportunity to get a great education and, and forge friendships and, and build your network. And I think that's what we got to tell these kids that the ball is going to stop bouncing. And what are you going to do after that? What's your plan? And this is where you really start working on devising that plan and building those relationships that are going to help you down the road. All of us are in the positions we are because someone helped us to get this these positions, these opportunities. So it's the same thing. You, you've got the, the good thing is that they have that information a little bit earlier than I had. It, and maybe you had it. Then now they can take it and they say, you know, how do I build my network? What do I need to do in this class to uh, build a reputation as a solid student that people will 
sort of fight for you and, and, and vouch for you when you get an opportunities to, to move on in life. So I think that's the important message is, listen, this is a tool. Basketball is a tool to get you that education. That education is going to get you from point A to B to C to D to E to wherever you're going to go. Such a great point. So many resources and opportunities when you come to a school like Eastern Michigan to really play basketball at this level and to use it as a tool, uh, certainly something that can help. And you can always tell the students to do it the right way and, and where they end up, the students maybe wish they could have done it over again, yep. depending on who you talk to, and certainly a great influence they'll have in you. And Coach, we know that in your assistant role, you'll be critical to helping Stan and the rest of the staff build the program and get to the point where you want to go. But in your life, every assistant coach obviously has uh, family and friends around them that help them get to the places they need to be. Who are some of the people in your life that you look to to kind of be that supporting role for you and, and help you get to where you've gotten today? Well, obviously, the foundation of my parents, who are both deceased now, but uh, just that foundation is always very important. And, and I think that that's the main uh, reason why I am where I am, just their their guidance, their everyday examples. And and as an adult, uh, Coach Donfey, who who uh, recruited me to go to Penn and, and then uh, gave me an opportunity to get into this business, he's been a great mentor to me. And uh, he's a guy who anytime I'm making a big decision, I call him and, and uh, ask him his opinion. Sometimes I listen, sometimes I don't. So, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, um, th those are people that are solid. Uh, those have been the solid rocks in my life. And, and obviously my wife is a great uh, resource for me now. And, and although uh, I don't listen to her all the time or nearly enough in her opinion, uh, you know, she, she's a person that I, I really draw great uh, inspiration and, and wisdom from, uh, even though I'm not going to give her much credit into her face. So, <laughs> Coach, it, it's summertime. We know that right now it's tough to get that free time. But when people see you out and about, uh, in the community, what what are some things about you that you like to do to, to help you relax and, and just kind of be yourself? Well, I got three young boys. I got a, a seven, a five, and a two-year-old. Oh, that'll, so, that'll keep you yeah, busy. Yeah, so, so there is no free time. No, no, free time. No, no free time, but but anytime, especially being a, a college coach, you get a chance to spend time with those guys and, and help them. They, they play soccer, they play basketball, they play baseball. So I try to uh, be engaged with those guys and, and be a coach at times and sometimes be a spectator. But, you know, those I would say that those are the things I do to relax. It's just spend those t the quality time with those guys. I, you know, as a as a parent to young kid, I just know how uh, valuable that time Absolutely. is and, and how impactful it is for those guys. So just try to uh, manage my time that way. I, I really don't have many other hobbies. I used to golf before I started coaching, but I think I don't think <laughs> I, I think I've golfed maybe three times since I started coaching. So, you know, as a head coach, Stan can get out there and golf, but the assistants, we can't golf. So. Well, it's funny that you say that. I always tell my parents, you know what? You guys are in the wrong business. I wish that you guys were in college coaching. How awesome of an experience it must be to know that you can obviously impact the lives of your student athletes, but being able to bring your kids around, have them kind of grow up in this environment, that's just got to be fantastic for you to give them that experience as they start to, to grow up and really start to understand what this looks like and appreciate the game. Yeah, you know what it does? It allows us to not talk and they can look and see, okay, well, this guy's working pretty hard, you know, and then now I said, well, I said that two years ago and you didn't listen, but but now he says the same thing or you see the same thing. And now you say, well, I need to work on my ball handling. You know, so I think that those environments help you to reinforce the message. And, and, it, and it gives those guys a chance to uh, look at other kids 
and and say, okay, this is what I want to be. They can and, and how do I get here? And I need to study their game. I need to pattern my life after them in some ways. And so I think it again, it supports my message, which is going to be, you know, work hard, make the investment, and and you'll get to where you're trying to go. You know, without me saying it. And I think that that's the one of the beauties of of the uh, the college experience of being a coach at every level. I think that the kids, your family, gets a chance to enjoy those highs mostly and hopefully the very few lows that you had. And then the, the the causes for celebration, the NCAA tournaments, you know, they get a chance to go out and experience those type of things and, and see you on TV and, and uh, be proud of those type of things. So, you know, that that's the goal. That's the hope is that they'll, they'll uh, for my opportunities to be a coach here, we'll be on TV a lot. We'll win a lot of games. We'll get a lot of exposure. We'll have a lot of good people in the program and they'll, they'll be molded by those people as well as the, us, uh, mom and dad. Well, coach, we can't thank you enough for your time today. We know that you are an incredibly busy man right now. You've got to go get back on the trail, start building the program. And I think you also are going to have maybe a nice dinner that you owe your wife after publicly saying you're not giving her too much credit. So <laughs> we'll let you go take care of that and, and just know that we really appreciate you being here. And we're so happy to have you in Ypsilanti. If you ever need anything from any of us, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out and we can't wait for you guys to get on the court next season appreciate you guys having us and hopefully we'll be back and and have a great conversation about how well things are going from a recruiting standpoint and from a playing standpoint so we'll see what happens uh, we definitely will there he is newest men's basketball assistant coach sean trice we'll wrap this episode right on the other side of the break remember you're listening to the eastern insider podcast the only show that brings you all things eastern all the time That's it for this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thanks for listening. For Greg Steiner, I'm Alex Jewell reminding you to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts or go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your digital media to stay connected with us every Monday. As always, follow us on social media for the most up-to-date information on EMU Athletics.